Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. believe the song you are singing. Thank God sent his son. They call him Jesus. They call him Jesus. He came to love. And he'll love for giving. He'll love for giving. He'll live and die. To my father. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, only five people are grateful for what Christ has done on the cross for us. Amen. Amen. How many of you believe that you have hope? Amen. Because Jesus has died for you. I believe. Amen. Amen. One of the questions I always ask myself is, what would have happened if Jesus did not go on the cross? Someone like me. Mercy. Amen. Amen. But there's hope for us that we will live tomorrow because Christ has died for us. Somebody, is it not beautiful? Put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seat. Hallelujah.
Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I feel so blessed to be here. And very, very humbled to stand before you. Great men and great women of God. To uh, share what I have with you. Amen. Amen. I believe that God is going to bless us mightily this evening. Amen. By the way, I'm not the pastor of the church. I'm the pastor's assistant. Amen. And I'm humbled to stand on behalf of him to share with you. Amen. I, I count it a very great privilege given me and an honor down unto me to call me and say, please come and assist me. Well, I'm blessed. I don't know about it, but I feel so blessed. If you are looking for a blessed person, look at me. I'm very, very blessed. Amen. Wow, but... <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> Amen. But our Father sends his greetings to all of us. He, he, sent, he sent me a test message, uh, a very short one. He said, my regards to the entire church. I miss you all dearly. May God bless you. Wow. <laughs> but this is a very short and a beautiful piece. That when your father is away, your father is still thinking about you. Amen. That he still loves you. I mean, I will love him more, more. Amen. And we are blessed to be here and to be under his care. How many of you believe that you have the best pastor? I, I, okay. Brother Samuel, you don't believe it. Why is your hand down? <laughs> oh, okay. Amen. Wow. But we have an awesome shepherd. Amen. Afrake, it's good to see you. <laughs> I called you, but I missed you. Uh, I missed you. I couldn't get to talk to you because I I miss you too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But tonight you are here to hear the word of God. Amen. Amen. I am blessed already seeing what I have in front of me. Amen. Amen. Where well, shall we be on our feet? As we share a word of prayer, shall we pray? Father in heaven, we want to say a very big thanks to you for bringing us to your house once again. We count it all joy to stand in your courts this evening and to sit at your feet, the feet of your sweet Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we pray that your presence will take control. In the name of Jesus, we believe in your power. We believe in your presence. Your word says, so oh God, wheresoever you are, there is freedom Amen. and there is liberty. Father, I pray that you set us free and loosed as we sit at your feet tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray, oh God, that you have mercy upon me and grant me words to explain your word in the name of Jesus. May I speak as I ought to by the power of your spirit in the name of Jesus 
bless our lives, O God, because we have come to be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please kindly sit on your enemies. Amen. Well, we are still continuing with our the message we started last week. Amen. And uh, before that, let's read Matthew chapter 11, uh, chapter 12, verse 3 to 5. Matthew chapter 12. Bible says, He said unto them, Have you not even read what David did when he was hungry? And those who accompanied him. How he went into the house of God and ate the loaves of the shoe show bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for the men who accompanied him, but for the priest only. Do you understand this scripture? It's okay. Verse 4 is enough. He said, how he went into the house of God and ate the loaves of the show bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for the men who accompanied him, but for the priests only. Amen. Amen. In this scripture, you see that there are certain things in the house of God which are just preserved for priests. There are certain words that are preserved for priests. You cannot just go and eat any bread at all. So somebody who is following hard after God needs to hear certain types of messages. Amen. And as you are seated here this evening, count yourself as somebody who is following hard after the Lord. And Bible says certain things are for priests alone. So certain messages are supposed to be shared on Tuesday. Others are supposed to be preached on Sunday. Amen. So you are you've qualified as a priest to eat of the showbread. Because that's a consecrated bread in the temple. No, not every, anyone can enter into the temple and eat that bread. Amen. Amen. But only certain people who qualify as priests. Amen. Amen. So if you are here, count yourself blessed for the words that you are hearing. Jesus told his disciples that many prophets and apostles desire to hear what you are hearing. But blessed are your ears. Amen. Amen. And tonight you are blessed for the words that you are going to hear. Amen. Amen. Do not think that they are too hard. You have to chew bones. Amen. You, you must allow the word of God to come to you in a certain way. If you are, a, you, you are qualifying to be a priest, the showbread is not for everyone. It is for a certain class of people. And I believe you are, you are part of those people. Amen. But we began last week sharing about what, what was our topic? In the church. Wow. I, I, I'm not the one who gave the topic. They gave the topic. How you can become a devil in the church. How a disciple can become a devil. God has, has a very good plan for us that will be like Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. 
and his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us, some to be apostles, which are special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, I like that, shepherds of his flock and teachers. His intention, the reason for which God gave these people to us, the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists, and the pastors, is that his intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, which is the church. And I, I, I was telling you the, uh, the past week that this is how God is building his church, that God will give you pastors, shepherds, to equip you and to perfect you so that you will build the church. Amen. Amen. So that's how God is actually building his church. Let's continue. They said that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God. The teaching, the perfecting, and the equipping of you, the consecrated people of God, it must continue until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God that we might arrive at really matured manhood. Hey, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard heights of Christ's own perfection. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and the completeness found in him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I, uh, I began by telling you that in this scripture, what, one of the things that you, uh, you can learn from this is that God has no intention for you to be independent of your shepherd. God has no intention for you to, to separate yourself from your shepherd. Or God has no intention for you that at one time in your life you are without a shepherd. Bible says that these people who, whom he has given uh, who he has given to us will continue to perfect us until we become like Christ. Amen. 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 Until we become like Christ. And that is the mind of God. And the day you separate from a shepherd, your life will become different. A day that you do not have a shepherd, your life will begin to go in a certain way. If you look, look at a, 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 what do you call it? Is it a sheepfold? A head of sheep being directed by a shepherd and those that are left to be on their own. There's a, a great difference in how they even move. Amen. Amen. God has an intention for you to be like Christ. But the, the power that God has to make you like Christ has been vested into a man who is called an apostle. Amen. 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 A man who is called a shepherd. So some of us are waiting to hear from angels and say that, oh, 
I want to hear from God that God is changing me to be like Christ. That's what Christ, he came. The people he needed to transform, he was with them. He transformed them. After that, he, he gave the Holy Spirit to them and said that now you become witnesses of me. They witnessed to the entire uh, some, uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and some uttermost part of the earth. And now they have also commissioned men who are the pastors that we have today. You will be surprised that if you follow the trend, you see that the bishop that we have, he will be a son of an apostle. Maybe John, maybe Paul, maybe one of those. If you follow the lineage to the last, last step, amen. amen. So God's intention for you is to be like him. But the power is in your shepherd. You cannot say that since you are born again, you see Christ. Look, how many of us will say that Jesus is the one who has been teaching us in this church? No. It is the man that God puts in front of you. God has placed the power in the person to turn you to be like him. Amen. So the person who perfects you is your pastor. The person who is equipping you is your pastor. So when you see your pastor, you see God. If you can learn to accept this, that when I see my pastor, this is God, it's enough. God told Moses, I will make you to be like God unto Aaron. So when you see your pastor, see that you, you have seen God. Amen. And the way your life is, is a reflection of the who is pastoring you. It's a reflection of who is your shepherd or who is actually guiding and giving you advice. Because uh, when you look to your life right now and compare it to somebody's life, your life is different because of the person's pastor. Probably you are in this church and your life is not going a certain way. It's because you don't have a shepherd or maybe Reverend is not your pastor. Do you understand? If the church members are a certain way and you are not the same way as the church members in this church, it's because your Reverend is not your pastor. It's not that Reverend doesn't have the anointing to pastor you. It's because he's not your pastor. Amen. That's why your life is different. And I was telling you that even if you come to Lighthouse, you can be in Lighthouse and be an ascetic pastor and your life is different. You will not go to camp. You will not write exams. I mean, your Christianity, what the emphasis of the church will not be in your heart. Amen. Because the, the people or the person who is pastoring you, is not first of all shepherded by the bishop. Doesn't follow the, the direction of the church. So your life may be different. So one time I, I met a man, he's a prophet and a marriage counselor. And yeah. So I, we were talking and he said that, oh, some members from my church, after they did their marriage counseling, in the church, I mean, you know, our church, we go to marriage school. After their marriage school, they came to see him, and he has to cancel them before they go to and do their wedding. They are lighthouse members. Amen. After your, your pastor has canceled you, you go through modern marriage, the whole book, you finish the book. He said, oh, I'm, I'm their pastor. These are big, these are shepherds in the church. They went back to this man, and the man had to pray for them, give them his own counsel. 
no matter, I don't know how it goes, but they have to get the man's approval before they go and, they go and get married. But this wasn't long uh, before I heard that these same people, similar people from, like a group of people from the same uh, church, went, went to see a prophet because they, 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 they claimed that our church, we are known to prophetism. And if you follow, if you follow through, you see it's the shepherd they have. It's the shepherd they have. Because if the shepherd can sit the church members down and say that Bishop is a prophet enough, or me, or me, the pastor, I'm enough prophet for you. You see that the church members will not be following this. So today you are sitting here, you do not even have the mind of going to a prophet. Somebody to go and identify yourself with. You see? And you are here. It's because of the shepherd you have. It's because of the shepherd you have. You just have to spend one month under another shepherd. And you see that your life is different. Amen. But I also mentioned that just as your pastor is trying to make you perfect, your pastor is trying to keep you and make you like himself or be like Christ. That's not the only change which is going on in the church. While some of us are, some of us are becoming saints, at the same time, some of us also are becoming demons and devils. Amen. So how come that a disciple, somebody who's supposed to be a saint, somebody who's supposed to have a nature, somebody that your, 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 the finished product of you that we want to see is to be like Christ, how can you become a devil? What process do you go through to become a devil? Do you see? And it's a process. You don't become a devil one day. It's a process. And if we are able to understand this process, we'll be able to cut or terminate everything that uh, will make us devils in the church. Amen. Amen. So while some people are becoming like Christ, some people are also becoming like Satan. What a shock. And Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 70, Have I, I, God, Jesus, chosen you twelve, but one is a devil. Amen. Jesus said, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you twelve? And choose you the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil. Amen. So if Jesus experienced a devil who was a fit, this, this devil that they are talking about, it, 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 actually Jesus called somebody Satan, but this is not the person. So you see, oh, you are in the meeting and some, uh, your pastor calls somebody Satan. Don't think that person is changing to be a Satan. Maybe that's an example for you to see. So the person who actually is a devil here was Judas Iscariot. Amen. And we, we, we are saying that Bishop who has experienced Devils is in his ministry. A few devils in his ministry has laid down certain, has, has come out the stages that you follow through to become a devil. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and we say that, the, you see, we, we, what I was saying is that if, if you have cancer, you have developed cancerous cells, if your doctor can identify those stem cells in you early, 
and they they can manage you, you see, than to find your cancer in uh, stage three or stage four. You see, it 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 to be unmanageable. Amen. Amen. So one of the reasons why I am preaching this message is to immunize you. It's immunization. You see, and some of us too are in the process, and also is to kill it. You see, is to kill it. Amen. Amen. So I was saying that if your pastor can tell you that you are called by God, the same pastor can tell you that you can become a devil. So don't be surprised that Bishop wrote two books. Many are called, and one is loyalty and disloyalty. There's a reason for that. He can diagnose that God can call you. The same pastor has diagnosed that you can become a devil. And you need to obey the two. Don't just believe that you are called. Believe that also that you, as you are standing, you can become a devil. Because Jesus has prayed hours upon hours, but yet one of these things became a devil. As at, at times, we, we go to hospitals not knowing what we are suffering from. You go and sit in front of a doctor, a big man like you. You don't even know what is wrong with you. They ask you, what, 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 what are your symptoms? Do you see? What are your symptoms? And you are mentioning things that even a child can, can, can say that. You, can, you are not helping the doctor to come out with. Hey. Mercy. But actually, there is a difference between signs and symptoms. Some people, they go to hospital, when you ask them for symptoms, they, they mention signs. Amen. But go and learn about it. <laughs> Amen. I, 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 won't, I won't mention that here. Amen. So, if, if you go to it's a doctor that actually tells you that this constellation of symptoms that you are complaining about or the group of things that you are saying that is wrong with you is actually this. So, in the same way, when somebody sees you and the way you are acting, he can tell you that this thing it must be a devil that you are becoming. Amen. Amen. And we began by saying that the first stage, the first stage in the process of becoming a devil is what? Independent. Becoming independent. Independence is good. But when you belong to a group, you must be careful about your independence. When you belong to a group, your activities must belong to the group. I mean, if you go home, you are independent. By immediately you enter the group, you should know that you are, you are still governed by the rules of... But there are a lot of us who are not controlled by the church. When you are in church, you do whatever you like, especially some certain shepherds. Amen. Then the second one we said was what? Offense, becoming offended. Jesus told John the Baptist, blessed are those who are not offended in me. Amen. Amen. Judas Iscariot was offended at Christ, for that Christ was honored. Amen. Amen. And we spoke a lot about that. Uh, it's on our podcast, so please, if you have the podcast, kindly revisit so that we can continue tonight. Amen. Amen. And the third stage, the third stage is becoming passive. Passivity. Passivity. When a person has been offended by one or two things, the person becomes passive. 
What, what does it mean to be passive? Is to be without activity. So passivity is lack of activity or absence of activity. Do you understand? That's the simplest definition. Pass, to be passive or passivity is absence of activity. So you, you are a Christian without activity. Amen. Amen. When a person is offended, you see that the person withdraws. And now it's like, I'm careful. I must be careful in this church. Amen. Amen. But does God intend for you to be careful? Amen. Amen. God wants us to serve him actively with joy and with gladness of heart. Amen. So John the, ba- uh, what's his name? Judas Iscariot was offended that they called him a thief. So he left the money bas- basket. He left the money bag. Do you remember that they were having dinner and then he stood and left? Who, who keep watch over the, over the uh, money bag? He left the money bag because definitely he did not go with the money bag. If he had taken it with him, they would call him bring the money bag back. But because you have called me a thief, he left the money back. Amen. Amen. And many of us are like that. Because somebody offends you in the church, you withdraw. Now you, do, you don't do anything in the church anymore. Oh, you, you, are, you look unconcerned and nothing, nothing bothers you. Nothing about the church bothers you anymore. What do you say? Oh, I must be careful. I'm cautious about the church. I'm careful of what I say. Even in a meeting, when they ask you a question, oh, I don't have anything to say. Do you know what you are becoming? Is actually you are becoming a Satan. You are becoming a devil. Because it, it, it will not be long. It, 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 your time is very short. That you can man- manifest through demonic attitude. Amen. It will not be long. Then you become a full-grown devil. Amen. You do not care anymore. Everything that the church does doesn't concern you anymore. You are withdrawn. You, 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 I mean, the, you that we know you to be somebody who is always jumping when Reverend is preaching. Now you went, you go back and sit at the back. You that we know you to be coming to church early, helping with setup and, I mean, when Reverend is preaching, you are excited. You see, I'm not talking about people who are generally quiet, but these are people that you are, you are very active. We know you. When, when Reverend is preaching, you stand up and you are clapping your hand. And everybody says that this body, this person is active. I mean, you are, you, I mean, you support the message with passion. But because you are offended, you withdraw. No more amen. Let's clap our hand. Oh, you don't clap your hand anymore. Some, some of the time, most of the time, you can diagnose these people when you ask them, shout hallelujah. When you stand here, you have to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, they will look at your face. Raise your hand. How many of you believe that uh, God is here with us? You see, they will put their hands down. But some time ago, they were the people, many people who who will raise their hand and support the message. Amen. Amen. So these are ways to diagnose somebody. Somebody who has been, you see, like Brother Bansing. If the day that he he will not be smiling, you know that he is offended. You should know that he's offended. You see, somebody like Brad John, Brad John is cool. Brad John is cool. So you, you know that he has a different, that's the, his, 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 his nature. 
But, but Pastor, when Reverend is preaching, he's always standing. The day that you, you see me that I'm sitting down without talking, you should know that I'm offended. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So some of us, you are, you, are, you are even in the choir. The choir master says something. Now you keep quiet. You don't even come for choir meeting again. When you come to choir meeting, the choir master is talking. It's like, ah, I mean, uh, I mean, I support you, but you, the but you keep it within you. What you are, you are turning to is to become a devil. Amen. And even these people, if they will even get involved in anything in the church, they do it without energy, without zeal. Some, of, some people try to cover it. So they come to church. They'll come to the church, all right. They'll get involved, but uh, when they see people laying cable, they'll follow the cable, but they're not they try, try, touching the cable. Amen. You, you think they, they, even they will come, they get involved so that nobody will know that they are becoming passive. But they do the work without energy. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So this is the stage. When you are offended, these are the, your predisposition. You, you put on a front that nobody can talk to you anymore. You put up, I mean, meetings, you just, I mean, nobody can talk to you. In a meeting, they ask you, what do you think about the issue? We are discussing a very important issue, something that can change the life of the church. You say, oh, me, I must, I don't say anything about anything anymore. Amen. What you are becoming is a devil. Amen. But the question you have to ask yourself is that, does God really want you to do the work, his work, the way you are doing it? Jeremiah 48, verse 10. Give, give it to me in uh, NLT, New Living Translation. Oh, it's not coming. Jeremiah 48, 10. She can't find it. Forgive. Okay. He said, Cursed are those who refuse to do the Lord's work, who hold back their sword from shedding blood. Amen. Amen. Oh, you, you move it from there. Amen. But I don't, I don't, I don't know which version you are. I don't know where your energy is from. You, you. Amen. Hallelujah. I have a version I want to read for you. Ah, my, my NLT is different. <laughs> Amen. You know, some of the times when I'm reading the scripture, I say, ah, is that the same version that I learned? Because I, I study with a certain NLT and you are giving me a different NLT. Oh, sorry. I, I want NIV. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, check your message. shouting. <laughs> Amen. So, Bible is saying, cast on him who is lax in doing the Lord's work. A curse on him who is lax in doing the Lord's work. A curse on him who keeps his sword from brass shed. Amen. The NIA, King James Version put it up. Cursed are those who do the, the Lord's work deceitfully. 
deceitfully. You are as though you are doing the work, but you are not doing it. You are cursed. You are a cursed person, and you don't want to be cursed. Is it that you are doing the work of God or you are not doing? But I'm blessed by NIV because the version says that cursed are those who are lax are doing the Lord's work. Let's look for the meaning of lax. Amen. The word lax is an adjective which means not sufficiently strict, not severe, not careful, or very careless, unmindful, casual, easygoing, lenient, liberal, indulgent. Amen. So, you are doing the work of God, not strictly. You are a cursed person. So some of us, we are in church, a, set, a, a lot of rules that you need to abide by, you think that is just flimsy, and you call people that are serious and want people to follow the rules, they are too aggressive. But Bible says, if you do the work of God like that, you are cursed. Without strictness, without being mindful of what you are doing. Some of us do the work of God casually. You are not professional about what you are doing. A shepherd who is not professional. Amen. And the Bible says you are cursed. And the Bible says not only those who do not work. You see, the Bible says those who keep their sword from bloodshed, that they are not working. But those who are doing the work of God deceitfully. So just as somebody who is not working is cursed, Somebody who is not doing the work of God is cursed. You, the person who is also doing the work without strict or without carefulness, you are also cursed. If you are doing the work of God without your passion, you are a cursed person. Amen. Amen. So when there is a rule to follow, it must be strict. When you are doing the work of God, I mean, you cannot come to church as a shepherd and dress anyhow. Even the time you report to church, look at the way you are doing the work of God and see if, if you are following the rules strictly. What time do you come to church when there is church? Because you know that as a shepherd, we, this is the work we do. We come to church early, do set up. But you come the time you want. You are a choir star, you come when the choir finishes singing. You are a praise and worship leader. Uh, even you are the one leading praise and worship. You just rush in and then come and take the, You don't involve yourself in prayer. It's not that you are not doing the work. You are doing the work. But, but with what? Laxity. <laughs> Amen. So you are cursed. The way you, the way we, you see, most of, us, most of us, there are a lot of things that we do not do like fornication and those things, you will not do them. But the sins that comes to us are the sins of omission. The things that you omitted as a shepherd from your life. From your life. So when we look at your life, you are passive about the word. Some time ago, you, you come to church early. Some time ago, you are the first person to report to church and make things, sure things are done. But today, today, when we look at you, you come to church the time you want. The only thing that we can say is that you are maybe offended 
at God because your blessing that you are expecting, God did not give you. Because do not, do not just expect that you can be offended at man in the church. You can be also offended at God. And there are a lot of Christians working who are offended at God. Somebody told me I'm disappointed in God because I've been a virgin all this while. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been a virgin all this while and I was living as a virgin so that God would bless me. God did not bless me. I said, hey, who told you God bless virgins? <laughs> who told you God bless virgins? I've kept my... And you know what the person was asking for? School fees. So, I look at her and say, you are very ungrateful. I told her, I think you are a very ungrateful person. Do you know the, the number of people who want to even be in school, that they are not in school? And you, because of your school fees, you are saying that you have kept yourself a virgin uh, from what age, age, what? Since, yes, since she has been a virgin. Amen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some, some years do not qualify as a virgin. If, if you are from three years going, you are not a virgin. You are a child. You shouldn't even think about those things in the first place. <laughs> Amen. So what she's trying to say is that she's, she's offended at God. That why would God allow her? So she said she even want to be a Muslim. I said, oh, if you feel, if you feel that God has a point, go and be a Muslim. If you feel that God, but I will tell you today, me, I, I, I don't even know the person. Somebody just called me, uh, talk to this person because this person is going. I said, oh, you are an ungrateful person. I have not met the person before. I told her, you are an ungrateful person because I will not meet you anywhere. I told her, you are an ungrateful person. Amen. Because you are... So the person become offended at God. He said, oh, I used to go to Bible study. Now I don't go anymore because I have kept myself a virgin, went to church, but my fees, I can't still pay my fees. Amen. So because you are, you are offended at God, you become passive towards his work. And God said, if you do his work deceitfully, you are cursed. You are a cursed person. And if you do not do it at all, you are also a cursed person. So let's do the work of God well. If you are doing the work of God, put your hand there. Put it there. You see, he said, and curse on him who keeps his sword from bloodshed. So you are supposed to shed blood. God has given you a sword to shed blood. And remember, say the word of God is, is, is to adjust sword. So some of you, you know the word of God, but you are not preaching it. And some people too are preaching it, but they are preaching it deceitfully. The two of you are the same. Because you are, you are a cursed person. Amen. Amen. So let's do the work of God well. No matter the offense that you, you, have, you, you, go, you go through, do the work of God. Because of this scripture, be afraid and do the work of God. Because, look, if a man will get you offended at the work of God, so who are you serving? If, because you think somebody laugh at you, you are offended, or somebody call you a name, and because of that, you, you, you draw back. I mean, does it worth the curse that you, you, you incur upon your life? No. No. It, it is God's work. Amen. Amen. And we, we, need, we need to Take out offenses from our hearts. Amen. Blessed are those who are not offended in me. That's my favorite one. Of, blessed, you are blessed. If you are not offended in me, you are, you are blessed. Amen. So don't let somebody offense take you into this stage. You see? And when you are offended, 
of, of uh, the passivity stage is, is also very dangerous because you, you, you grow rapidly into another stage which is becoming critical. Becoming critical. Criticism. Amen. That's the, the next stage that you become. And, and people who are usually... You see, Deuteronomy chapter 48, uh, 28, 47 and 48. Deuteronomy 40. 28. Uh-huh. He said, because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity. Please change it to um, King James Fermi, please. He said, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore, that thou, therefore shalt thou serve thy enemy with the Lord, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in what of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed you. Let's go to verse 47 again. He said that, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness. So we can take this scripture and we can put it there. Because you are serving God with offenses. Do you understand? Because the way you are serving God is with offense. For the abundance of all things. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemy. If you not serve me with joy, with happiness of your heart, but rather you are serving me with offenses in your heart, you will serve your enemy. And he said that, you see, when you become passive, you think that you are not working for anyone. You that you are, um, you are somebody who is free. The devil will also use you. The devil will put his iron on your neck and use you like a, an ox to plow the field. Amen. He said, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck. And as for him, he will not just curse you, he will destroy you. Amen. If you will not serve God with happiness in your heart, but rather you are serving God with offenses, that's why you must take, it's a blessing not to be offended. You are here, you are serving God with offenses in your heart. Because you will not serve me with happiness and with joyfulness, for the abundance of all things. If you, you, you are serving with offense to get everything, I will not put that on you. I will make you serve your enemy. I, I God, in, in, you see, which the Lord will send against you in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness, in want of all things. No wonder those who are offended are not blessed. No wonder your prayers are not heard by God. Your prayers will never be heard by God because you are offended. You can't forgive. You are offended. And when the devil is using you, you become, uh, when the Satan is using you, you become a devil because those are his agents. Amen. So you see clearly from this scripture that you can become a devil by becoming offended. Amen. So becoming critical. Amen. Becoming critical. When a person has been passive 
without doing anything and watching from a distance, the person becomes critical. Because you need to be free to have time to criticize someone. You need to, 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 to be somebody who doesn't have anything doing. People who gossip a lot don't have a lot of work to do. Because if, if you have work to do, you will focus on your work. If you have things to overcome, projects, uh, deadlines to meet, you, you never gossip about anyone. You see? And in the same way, when you become passive in the church, the next state that you enter into is that you become a critical person. Because, like we always say, it takes the bystander, somebody who is standing by, to know that the worker who is uh, making the trench is going crooked. Is that not how you say it? it? It takes somebody who is standing by. Because if you're also working with him, you never think, never look back. Amen. So when you become passive in the church, the next stage that you move into, you can, this, at this stage, you are becoming Satan himself. Accuser of the brethren. Accuser, somebody who criticizes the people who are working. Amen. Amen. So, you see, you often find fault with the choir because you are sitting down in the congregation. But if you are a member of the choir, you, you, you thank God that, hey, at this moment, we are able to finish this song. <laughs> but because you are, you are not a choirista, you have every fault. You have every fault. You have, you have every chance to criticize. Amen. Amen. Becoming critical is also another stage that you fall into. As in, in your process of becoming Satan, you become critical. Amen. Amen. And this is the stage where you, you, you can magnify and note thoughts. Things that people cannot notice. I mean, I mean it will take you sitting down to tell to tell me that what I'm saying, I'm not speaking good English. Because I'm, me, as for what I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying from what is on my heart. But I thank God that what I'm saying, you understand. <laughs> so whether tenses or no tenses, share. bring, bring a, 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 an essay book, ask me to write an essay for you. Yeah. But as I'm thinking now, I can't even think so far. Into a lot of things that I'm saying. Amen. Because as the teeth drop on my head, then I say it. Amen. So you, you, you have a lot of thoughts. Amen. And this is a stage you must, not, you must try not to be uh, getting to. Everybody was having a party. Everybody was enjoying. Somebody came to put, uh, to bust alabaster bus on Jesus' feet. Uh, Judas, oh, I, I get his name, Miss. I mean, Judas stood up and said, Why are you making waste of this? Why? Not knowing he, he, he's a Satan, he's becoming a devil. And many of us criticize everything in the church. You criticize offering basket, you criticize a church building, you criticize uh, the pastor who is preaching. Everything, even new new members' class, we are criticizing it. I mean, somebody came to church. I mean, a lady. I will say it, a lady. It's not a guy. A guy will never do that. 
a lady came to church. And then, <laughs> I mean, we, we try to follow you up. We try to follow you up. I mean, there's nothing we, you, you give us. I mean, but it's because of the love of God that we are following you up. When you call this, this lady, the complaints, the criticism, I mean, you, we, we went to visit you. And, and even, you don't even have a place for us to sit. We stood at the roadside, being in tie and suit. <laughs> we stood in front of, in the road, and we visited you, because you, where you, 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 you live, no, you can't, I mean, you can't allow it there. Then the next thing you are telling us, why is that Reverend did not come to visit you? So you want the reverend to come and stand by the roadside. Then the next thing is that, why do we use the offering basket we use in the church? Then the next one is that, Lighthouse, she knows Lighthouse to be a, a, a blessed church, a, a big church who has a lot of money. So why, why are we still in this building? She has, I mean, mention the complaint, I will tell you she has it. New Believer School, she's the same person. She feels like we are all caught. Why will you be te- telling people New, new Believer School? Something that, something that, somebody who is married school, pulpit, everything. I mean, and, and the lady, after, after when, we, when I was talking to her, she told me that people think that she's possessed. I nearly said that you are possessed. I nearly told her, but I believe that God heard my heart. I nearly told her, told her that you, you are possessed. Because if you call her, she has hundred things to say, then you will say one. I mean, you, somebody you call for two hours. You talk, you went to the mall, you went back home, you ate. She's still talking. And you can only say one thing. She will never listen. I mean, Reverend called her, Reverend said, hey. <laughs> A very critical person. Very critical person. Somebody also said uh, a shepherd is not working well, so they should change him. Who are you to say that? Who are you? Who are you? The shepherd is, is slow. What do you mean slow? What, what do you mean the person is slow? Do you know what it takes for the person to be appointed? If you are, you are choleric, take your choleric and go somewhere. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But it will take you, you, someone who you are free to say all those things. Because uh, the people who are working, they don't have time. They don't have time. They don't have time. They, they do not have time. Amen. Amen. And criticism will destroy us. Amen. Today you are sitting in this church, you are very happy. Oh, Lighthouse is a good church. It's a good church. It's a good church. I mean, I would like your message, Reverend, you are the best pastor. But when your demons come, when your demons come, you, you tell this church, they use people. Who use you when you are here? Have you, have you been used when, since you have joined Lighthouse? Who used, for what? To, to do what? <laughs> Amen. Why, when, you see, and at any time that you, you have something to say, 
what I will say is that you can choose what to criticize. As I'm here, I can decide to, I'll criticize you. I, I mean, I can decide I'll criticize you. Because I, ha- you th- I, I can criticize you. No matter, I mean, I can decide to criticize you. <laughs> in the same way, in the same way, you can also decide to criticize me. Despite what, whatsoever, I, you can decide to criticize me. So you can choose who, what to criticize. So if you are criticizing the church, you decide to criticize the church. You can, because you can decide to keep quiet about it and not to talk about anything anymore. You see, but you can decide to because you see, when when you begin to criticize this church, then know that where you are standing has changed. Because now you are looking at the church with love. But when you stand on the other side, you, you are looking with criticism. That's what I'm saying. You can decide where to stand. Because where you stand, nobody determines where you want to stand. As you are in this church, you decide to sit here. Nobody forces you to be here. If you don't come to church today, we just call you and say, Why are you not in church? And the church is not an occult group. You can go. You see? But when you are able to, when, the love that you have now is because where you are standing. The day that you move out, you look from behind. So you see that no two poli- uh, major political parties have the same opinion about each other. Politicians say what, whatever they, they, they think concerns them. They will never have any opinion. So when, when you are criticizing Lighthouse, you know that now your heart is different. The day that you find something to say about reverence preaching, know that you, Satan has entered your heart. Because when Christ is in your heart, oh, Reverend, I like your message. I, I like what you, uh, how you are pastoring us. With you, your, your eyes are full with admiration for what he has to say. But the day that your position change, or where you are standing change, or where you are sitting change, you look at things different. Because your point of view depends on your viewpoint. Your viewpoint. You can, when you look at something with love, you, you, had, you have admiration. You, you can see those, who, those who, are, who, who are married. Who are married. When you met your wife, you were happy. You see her nicely. Oh, this is a gentleman with, with twinkling eye, butterflies in your heart. Butterfly and everything. But the day that you, 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 you are planning to divorce the person, you have every effort to find every error about the person. So now I'm seeing Banson, uh, Brother Banson. Oh, maybe we talk, we are, but the day that I may know I hate him, I will say everything about him to spoil him. Because my standing is different now. I'm not standing with him as a brother. Stand with him as an enemy. So the day that you stand against the church as an enemy, oh, this church, when you come to church, they, they, they take your offering. I mean, when your parents even die, they don't give you anything. You say it. You take two offerings. One, they say they will, things which are not true today. Also say it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So that's the next stage that you enter into. Amen. Amen. But try, try to always have the eye of admiration for the church and for your pastor. Amen. Try, try to have the admiration. Like try not to be a, to be on the other side. Even if you you've left this church, try not to be on the other side. Because you, you can criticize what you choose to criticize. If you decide to, you can decide who to hate. I mean, you can decide. Nobody controls you. Except those who are, you, are, you don't have a strong will. 
There are people control you here and there. They tell you what to do. <laughs> Toss you for a big man like you. People tell you what, what, who to hate. <laughs> you say, we, you, the choristers, the day that you, when Brandy's, the day that Brandy will speak, uh, you, you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't like to follow. Know that your heart has changed. Satan has probably possessed you. Now when you call for a meeting, you are coming. Even some of you don't even come. Know that your heart is changing. Yeah. But now you are, your eyes are trickling with love. Who is the choir master? When, when we say we should cry for him, you, you, are, you are happy. You are happy coming for him. But the day that Satan will possess your heart and you're on the stage of becoming a demon, you see that you, you will not be able to you laugh. We say, oh, let's do something for him. You are not even happy about it. I, I mean, somebody who, who, who is your choir leader. They say, just do something small to honor the person. Then you, 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 you have problems with it. Criticism. Ah, uh, you have, have brandy. Even, even, why is it controlling? Okay. Amen. But I love something that the Bible says in Romans chapter 14, verse 4. Romans 14, verse 4. I like something that the Bible says. The Bible says, who are thou that judges another man's servant? Who are you? To his master, he standeth or he falleth. Yea, he shall be upholding. He shall be holding up. For God is able to make him stand. Who are you that you judge somebody's servant? Who are you that you'll be judging the pastor who is serving God? He's called a servant of God, not a servant of man. Or not your servant. I mean, if you're a servant, you can judge him. Or you can criticize him. Criticize the kind of work that he is doing. For instance, if you, if who, for, if for you to criticize Brandy, hmm, who are you to criticize him? Before Reverend, he stand or he falleth. Reverend is the only person who can say that the song that you acquire is singing, I don't like it. But who are you to judge him? Before Reverend, he can stand or he can fall. And Reverend can also make him stand. So Bible is saying that, who are you? Who, who are thou? That you judge another man's servant or you become critical of another man's servant. To his own master, he, he stand or he falleth. Judas, Judas was a, a, a thief, but Jesus worked with him anyway. Maybe if they have given it to another person, we will finish the money. He will run away with the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you have somebody who can, if it's still small, it's still with it now. <laughs> And maybe some people also chose servant because of what they have been through. Amen. Amen. So you see somebody, oh, uh, want a small boy to assist him. You may never know. Maybe it's true. Maybe some said that uh, he chose uh, Epicadella to become his assistant in the first life church. And people were complaining. He said, you don't know what I've been through. If you know what he has been through, that he cannot control an elderly person. A child is enough for him. So whether the child is misbehaving, is a child that doesn't dress well, talk anyhow, to his master is stand or fall. You don't know what he's doing. That's why you cannot go and criticize somebody's wife. <laughs> because to the, to the husband, the wife stand or whether she's not beautiful, she's ill-natured, Bible says be submissive to your own husband. So to, to, to the husband, she's standing. She's falling. Don't criticize somebody's has, uh, wife's food. To, to the husband, the food is sweet or the food is not sweet. 
Amen. In the same way, don't criticize somebody's husband and say that this husband is ill-natured. He is a bully. No, 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 no. Don't do that. To the wife, he he stand where he falling. Amen. Hallelujah. So I mean, I mean, I mean the the the, the one which is fearful, the one which is fearful is that to God, to a servant of God, to criticize a servant of God in front of God. Because God is everywhere. I mean, if you criticize somebody's wife somewhere, the person may not hear it. But God, whose eyes everywhere, you'll be criticizing his servant. Bible says that when Aaron and Miriam were gossiping about, uh, were talking ill of uh, Moses, God, God heard it and said, quickly, assemble yourself. Amen. Amen. Be careful, servants of God. Be careful. Just be careful. Pastors, especially lighthouse pastors, be careful of them. Especially. Because they eat with you, they smile with you. You think oh, this people is a carnal man or who is working with me. He may probably tell you about his difficulties in life and the struggles that he's going through. Then you say, oh, I like that father. I mean, he's my friend. You can talk to him. Be careful. Be careful. Because to God, the person is able to stand. So Bishop said he, ne- he never joke with his pastors. You, can, you, a church member, can come and have complaint about the church. The pastor has been here, has been made a pastor, faithful with him since the beginning. And you, a church member, who can live tomorrow? In the same way, if you are a shepherd, also, try and defend a shepherd. Don't give up shepherds for church members who came yesterday. Somebody who has been here and has been here for a long time. Don't give the person up for a church member who is it is. Because most, most of the church members, they don't understand how things are done in the church. So when something happens, they, they are quickly to get offended. You, can, you must be able to tell the person that, oh, I know that you are offended, but I understand it this way. But don't say that, oh, this shepherd cries some way. Don't say that. Don't say, don't say that. Try, try never to give up a shepherd. Somebody who, who is, who, who, through whom people get established in the church. Give the person up for a church member. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do, don't do that. It's, it's not fine. I mean, if, if you, 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 you are a choir, a choir member, you come an uh, evangelism member, come and give complaint about that, I will give you up for Brady, uh, Brandy, uh, Brad John. Because do you know what he does? Do, do you know the people that he calls? Do you know the mind that he's having towards the group? Then you were uh, somebody who came yesterday and joined the group. You don't even understand anything. You said he, he controls people too much. Don't, don't give shepherds up. Anything that involves a shepherd and a sheep, think critically. Think critically. If you cannot handle the, shep- the shepherd, give the shepherd to the, the pastor. Let the pastor, pastor handle the issue. But don't give up a, church, a, a, a shepherd for a, che- a church member. Do you know what it takes to sit, at, sit down here after church? Do, do you know what it takes to write an exam and to qualify? And be, uh, and be called a certified shepherd in the church. Some people fail five times. <laughs> and as long as they pass the exam. 
There's somebody who just came. Church member who cannot even sit down. Tuesday service, the person is not here. Then you want to trade the person for a shepherd. Think about what you are doing. Even if you are pastoring a church like that, your church will not last. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the next stage. Are we blessed? Yes. Wow. I don't know what, what, where the things are coming from, but I'm sharing them. Amen. So after the person has become critical, the person has come, oh no, I forgot to tell you one story. One story. One story. <laughs> no, should I? Should, I, should, I will say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> no, I won't say it. I will say it. <laughs> I, changed, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Amen. But people criticize everything. Everything. You see, I, I mean, me, to me, a lot of things that I've even done is people criticize me. Yeah. Especially things that pertains to reverend. People have people, people. Oh, you see people that you think that they should have their mind. They will fight you. They will criticize you for everything that you do. As though, I don't think. I, like, it's like you don't think. Because, you see, before something comes out that shepherd, let's do this. Eh? It has gone through a thorough thinking. Somebody has slept on his bed and think. Do you see? I, I mean, stop reading a, a notebook and pray to God that God give me understanding pertaining to this. And when you bring the idea, people have every chance to criticize it. Criticize you and tell you why, why, why is it? Somebody wants to say that uh, I was doing something and I said, oh, this thing is only for shepherds. And they said that, oh, Reverend is not a pastor of holy shepherds. I say, ah, but do you think I, I don't know that Reverend is, only, is, is a pastor of the entire church? So why will you say that uh, Reverend is not a pastor of the entire church? So, so what are you trying to tell me? That I do not think, or what are you trying to say? Because that's actually what you are telling me. That Reverend is not a pastor of just shepherds. I mean, it's, it, to, it, to a certain extent, it's an insult to my intelligence and my, my, capa- uh, my ability to think. Do you see? But just, just that, you are criticizing what I'm doing. And then, on top of it, the thing went on and the, pe- the people that we do not want them to know about the program, they knew about the program. They knew about the program. You see, but it's, 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 you see, because when, when I was thinking about that program, I was thinking, oh, even Jesus had a lot of disciples, but he has 12 apostles. The last supper, he went with the 12 apostles. Not the 5,000, thank you. So there's in, even enough proof that there are certain meetings that mature people should go. People who can be in a the, in the meeting for a, a long time. Because I have also noticed that Whenever we organize something and it's entire people just stand out from the meeting. Your pastor is there, you walk out. You just they just walk out because they have eaten what they want to eat and they leave. <laughs> but the people who remain there are the shepherds who re- have respect for the man of God. So I said that if this thing is going to be a, something of honor, it must be only a, among shepherds. But the person thought that I do not think about all those things, put me down, criticize me. And me too, I don't give up. I post on Facebook. Uh, 
on the WhatsApp page that the person who did such a thing is a child and doesn't need to be uh, invited to a certain group meetings. Oh, I put it there. I put it there, and it also went to another stage. Because, because it, it, takes, it takes a child to reveal a secret. Something that we handle to you, keep it. Then you go and tell. And it's, 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 when the people that you want to tell, it's like you think more about the people than the, the, the people who is, I mean, and who are these people? You don't call them any, any day. We take our phone and call the people. Prayer, you don't pray for them. And just this morning that you even keep your mouth shut, you went to, you, if you don't say it, you will die. So you have to go and say it. And even, even on top of this, the reason, another reason why I, I decided to take uh, as, uh, as exclude a uh, church members is because we, that, it was a lot of contribution. And I said, some people, somebody will get offended. Who is not mature that ah they ask money for this they are asking money for this it's going to be more I mean there are three events going on at the same time so I said that church members uh, shepherds will understand this more and will more mature about this but this all this doesn't occur to the person I said that you, you I mean then the next stage. The next stage is becoming political. Political. That means you start doing politics with your criticism. Become political. Begin to make, uh, spread your, 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 your dissatisfaction in the church amongst people who do not have full understanding. So the Bible says that some people go home to home a, a leading a women who are leading with sin. You see, like into, into captivity rather. So you, they go home, home, house from house. People who do not un, have full understanding of the issue. Those are the things you share your issue. So the way today also get information. Oh, the church is excluded now from this. The church, and we came like, oh, I mean the church is like this. The church is like this. But that's not how the church is. It's because you have failed to understand this thing. So things that People who are young and um, immature Christians and they cannot understand, you make them criticize the pastor from the angle that they, they suppose not to. They exercise themselves in matters too high. Too high for them. And so the, you see a church member started small and become a critical person in the church. With the help of a shepherd. Amen. So you become to do politics. You see, when you read uh, Luke 14, from verse 3, first, Judas Iscariot was the only person who offended and complained that why is this waste of the money made? Now, Bible says that more, a lot of people, and Jesus answered straight unto the lawyers, oh, Luke 14, amen. Mark 14, please, sorry. And be in Beth- Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as sat at meat, there came a, a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. 
And there were some that, have, that, some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this weight of the oyster made? Judas was there. First, it was only him who stood up and said, and somebody, John comforted him that what you are saying is because you are a thief. And Bible is saying that now, when this thing came, somebody has to look at Judas. That, oh, this is how, what, they, what they always do. Then they say, why was this thing made? Now, not only one person is saying it. A lot of people are saying that, why is this waste, waste made? So something that started with one person has become something that a multitude of people are following. And that's how rumors spread in, in the church. Something that probably you are offended. Approach the person and talk about it. But you begin to organize people. Organize people. Oh, this one. So when I post the thing on the, on the WhatsApp page, when I, when I post the thing on the WhatsApp page, it's continuous from the, that story that I was sharing with you. So I didn't, I didn't mention anybody's name. And also, at that stage of, uh, of the moment, I don't even know the person who went to tell the, uh, the church members. I don't even know. So me too, I just put it in there. Like a, a bomb that I drop. So, whosoever the cap fit, let him wear it. So, I mean, then, I mean, I don't know whether the person felt that. They say, who is a child? Why will he talk to us like that? But because if, if you also read another book that Bishop wrote, How to Become a Very Valuable Person, you must also to be able to keep secret. And children are those that he said. Children are those that reveal. So I just copied from Bishop's book and put it there. <laughs> you see? So the person became offended. Why is he a, a, a small young man like you talking to a, a, a you know, I mean, a, a child like you talking to to adult like that? So the person began to call people. Call people. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. And the people too did not talk to me. So, ah, I was there and the thing got to my house. So, it's, 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 it's like my parents are supposed to are the people who, who, who were able to tell me that this is actually what uh, they've, they've heard. I said, oh. I mean, the thing I, I posted there, I didn't know anybody's name. In the first place, I mean, to I drop it because the thing, the church, a church member called me, who's supposed not to call me about the issue. I said, ah, how do you know that? I mean, the person did not even mention anybody's name. You see? And me, me, I was even trying to call this uh, brother John and brother Bans to ask them how come this thing went out. But I didn't, they didn't, I didn't even speak up about, about the thing. And then the, the thing. But before I read, the thing was here, the thing was here, the thing was here, the thing was here. So me too, I, uh, since you are not bold enough to approach me, me too, I kept quiet. And we were planning the thing, we were planning the thing. So on the day of the event, so I said, okay, so this is what, I've, I mean, the person did not pay, even pay for the thing. So it was that money that the person called me and said that, oh, I, I, I would like to go. So I said, okay, come, bring your money, we will go. Because actually, they plan not to attend. The people who were offended by what I said, they plan not to attend. I mean, I'm, it's not my honor, it's, I'm organizing for revenue. So those who want to honor him, everybody paid. And I, I asked the money, I thank people for paying and the I was impressed by their uh, response. When the people, they responded quickly to uh, that they want to go. So the way was made. So when I went there, I thought, that, oh, this is what I had. The person said, no, 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 no. 
As for him, he was there. And people rather were coming to tell him the issue. So I, I said, why, why would people come to you and tell you? Because I also know in loyalty and disloyalty that Absalom was like that. Re- report, receiving re- complaint from people. You see? So I said, why will you do that? That this person came to call you. So you know that this is the way the relationship between the two of us. Why couldn't you tell me that this is what I have done and people are talking about it? So when somebody should come and kill me, you are the cause. You are the, you are the cause. You are the reason that somebody will get a chance to come and shoot me. Because I've offended somebody, you know about it, and you are not telling me. You see? And it's, it's like, oh, when I told the person doesn't want to understand, I say, you are the cause. If the person I'm assisting in the church is reverend, if I've done something which is wrong, there's no way for you to accumulate complaints. The best person that can be done, if you feel that you can't correct, correct me, talk to a reverend. Let reverend correct me about the issue. But don't say, and the person, oh, you are a child, why are you talking to me? I said, no. You know about this issue. So why don't you bring this in? Look, the thing went on, and I mean, the people that knew about the thing, a lot of people, Lots of people. And so so one, one, one of the brothers came to tell me that. I mean, I, one of the brothers came to say, oh, don't mind them. He also heard that thing and said, oh, don't mind them. I mean, what you posed there was right. <laughs> the, somebody that you went to talk, tell the same, you say, oh, come, don't mind them. What you said was right. But that issue could have been just something that is between two. If I offend you, you can call me and tell me what I do. But the mere fact that you were able to spread it, try to spoil me to church members. It's, it's a sign that you become political. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm still having offense concerning that. But in order to, for us to understand what I'm saying, it, that's a spreading. So you, you spread the issue in the church. And then it's like, oh, people are... People are... Mm. One time to on the prayer line, I think prayer ministry, we're having a meeting. And I corrected something. I mean, so, oh. It became this. Then... I mean, the people could not tell me that, oh. I mean, the people that they feel I offended them call me and we talk about the issue. Then ch- church members went to organize a coup and they called somebody that is close to me. And they said the person, go and talk to him. When the person can nearly kill the person. <laughs> I, I mean, the, uh, the, the, heart, the, the kind of, this thing, I nearly killed the person. The person knew. I nearly killed I tell you, you, who, you, you think you, you are. Uh, somebody who can co- correct me and you have, I nearly killed the person. <laughs> you are a receiver of complaint. And then you are coming to tell me, I nearly killed the person. Amen. So it's, it's, uh, the person began by saying that, oh, this person said this, this person said it. I said, what did you say on my behalf? What did you say? You are my friend. What did you say on my behalf? Oh, this person said, I said, you don't bring yourself. This is what you, you, you think that you are, you are a, a cool leader, but as you are, as you are coming to talk, there are people, there are people are spared, but you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you have come to, you, God can curse you. Because what if what I'm doing, I'm protecting them, because if that is, I don't correct it, it will be something that people will learn in the church. Because I have to correct it, something which is not done, you cannot do it in the church. You see, if I do not correct that thing, it will be like an attitude that everybody will develop. And I'm just pointing you to something that we don't do in the church. And some people have indignation, internal 
dissatisfaction. The word in like something is digging you from inside. Amen. But that's that's how that's how you cause that's how that's how Satan causes division in the church. Turning against uh, brothers against one another, and it must not be so. It's not so. If if you if you are somebody who, who you do that, like that's what you like doing. You are, you, are, you are a devil. That you are you, now. You are a devil. No, you are not becoming a devil, but you are a devil. You are a devil. You are actually fighting. Actually fighting for Satan. You are, you, are, you are actually leading the army of Satan to fight the church. You go here, you spread this. You come here, you spread this. You actually, you actually this destroying the church. Now, somebody who may probably admire, oh, I, I want to learn from this brother. You have spoiled me to the person. Now, not, not only that you have, you, have spoiled, you have spoiled the person, but what a blessing that may come to the person, the person may not be able. So you stand a church member against his pastor. Who's supposed to be a blessing? Who's supposed to make the person like God? Who's supposed to make the church member like God? You have turned the heart of this. Just uh, another time to uh, somebody came to me. He said, oh, a friend of mine told me that past, some pastors are talking about you. I said, hey, the pastor who is talking about you, you know the pastor. The, past, the person that they said want to talk about you, you know the person. The person pastors you. The person, I know that the person was offended. That, oh, I've trusted this pastor with my secret. And the pastor will go and be spread. I said, no, you know this person. The person gives you a hug. You cannot, te- you see, if there's anybody to, to fight, fight the person who came to tell you the issue. Because the, first, the person is not supposed to reveal it to you. The person just has a chance to get that information. And there's no need for the person to relay that information to you in the first place. And I, I realized that the person that I was talking to was becoming, who hate the pastor forever. And the person was cutting herself from the blessings of God. So I told the person, look, don't be offended at your pastor. This is the person who loves you. I mean, when the, the person calls you by phone, and talk, if the person had this thing to say about you, would the person tell you in their face? Are you that big that the pastor cannot talk to you? You see? But that's how you, you get people to dislike their pastors. By virtue of your offenses and by virtue of what you do not like. Amen. Amen. So don't, if, if you are somebody who spread rumors, then you look at what you are doing. Somebody who's supposed to be like God, have the nature of Christ, be submissive to authority, have the mind of Christ, who is like God, but don't think himself to be equal with God. You make the person to, to be Satan, who turn his heart against his pastor, who has the power to make you like Christ. Like Christ. If, if, if you are following this step, you are in danger. You are in danger. You are, you are in danger. You are in danger. You are, you, are, you are in danger. A big danger. And we need to. And people, people too become critical of people because they think they know. <laughs> yeah, because some of the things that if you are not doing them, you think that you can do it better, uh, like better than the person who is doing it. When, when you see people watching soccer, these people have not even played football before. 
But they can tell you that this person could have kicked the ball this way. You'll be amazed when you put the same shoe on the person. Even running in that shoe, the person cannot run. You see? But you see somebody singing. Then you, you have every right to say that, oh, she has missed the tone, uh, the, 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 the key. The person was singing, dinner is what? You see? But it's because you think you think within yourself that you can do the thing better. It's because you think you can do the thing better. But when they put you in the same shoe, you see that you cannot do anything at all. Just like somebody came to church, somebody came to church, uh, saw me preaching, and because the person liked the sister, I said, oh, that's for me, if they give me this microphone, I'll preach powerfully. I say, hey, as for me, when I was standing here, I was afraid, oh, come, come, I say, come and take the microphone. The people that I'm preaching to, look, you must have a certain face to even be able to preach. <laughs> when, you, when you say amen, people are not saying amen. Hey, you look at your Bible and read the Bible throughout. You can read the Bible throughout. It's, it's, not, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Somebody, so, you see Auntie Joy singing. You will give the mic, give the mic, you give the microphone. You look down the whole time. Even the song that you have on the paper, you forget it. You you forget whether how the tune will go. But you 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 may have every chance to say that you can do it best better. But unless you are put in that same position. And and, and also you see like. You see somebody's marriage which is failing. You think that you can be a good man, man to the person. Or but unless you meet that kind of man who can beat you in the morning and say, keep quiet. <laughs> who is slapping you by saying you are keeping quiet and they say be submissive to the person. So when you see the person leave the marriage, you say, oh. I mean, you, you are, she's not a good wife. That's why she left. I would do better. But when, when, when you marry the same man, you'll be disappointed. Amen. So the people in the political stage, when they come to you, they say, well, a lot of people are saying. Usually when people say a lot of people, it's only one person who's saying. Don't listen to them. Oh, but me, a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are saying. I mean, I've heard a lot of people are saying. But usually it's one. One person. One person. One person. And also, be careful about people who try to get you involved in some, somebody's, uh, to dislike somebody that you are. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. Look, be, be, be somebody that you can also take a, a, a decision. You see? If, if, if I dis, I, uh, I'm not talking to Brad John, there's no way that as we evolve advancing. My resentment towards Brajon is between the two of us. But for, for me to advance, you are my friend. I mean, if you are my friend, don't talk to him. Then you too, don't talk to him. You are, you, are, you are becoming something. So Bible says that the people who followed uh, Absalom went in their ignorance. To rebel against their father, they went in their ignorance. So people are, some people are in church and they leave the church. 
with people who have genuine reason why they want to leave. And you too, you too, because you are a friend, you, you follow. In your ignorance, then you go. The blessing that you, you, you can take, you just follow a man. Bible says two people will be lying on a bed. One will be taken. Another will be left. That means husband and wife will be on bed. One will be taken. One will be left. Salvation, eh? It's an individual affair. If I don't like you, I don't like you because I, I don't like you. Not because eh, someone doesn't like you. If me, if me, I don't like you. My, my opinion, eh? If I stand on my opinion, you, can, you, can, you cannot easily change it. If, if I stand on my opinion, you cannot easily change it. The things that I do, I believe in them. And these are things that I myself want to do. You see? Like I was saying, I, I choose who I want to criticize. You don't choose it for me. So you, the person that you don't like, I talk to the person. One time, I, I met two friends, and I think they were not talking. When you go here, oh, it's like, don't talk to this one. I, I told the person, you, I, if I decide who I talk to, I can talk to this way. I come here. If you don't like me, sack me. <laughs> so I talk to the two of them. The two of them are my friends. I talk to them. I come here. I Make sure if I come here, don't talk about that person to me. That's my relationship right. is just between the two of you. That's, that's the relationship. Because if this person knew that, oh, I have I, been friends with this one. When you come, this person is also trying to spoil this person. So I, I tend to, I, to, when I come here, my relationship with you is between the two of us. It's not involving the person. So don't talk ill about the person. I mean, the person, a lot of the person, me to not identify the person. Do you see? And uh, one pastor said he was going to marry a wife. And then, a lot of examples. <laughs> one person said he was going to marry a wife. Then, uh, 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 his senior in school, who was like a mentor to him, Told him that, oh, I mean, woman, there you have to try the woman before. Who also go and buy a car without testing it? The person said, no, I mean, I don't listen to him. I, he said, I don't know why. Something, nothing entered his head. But he, he said he will marry, so he decided to marry the woman. And he, later he looked back and said, hey, he could have impregnated this woman twice and before he's going to marry the uh, person. If he had followed somebody's advice, and some of us, we are following people's advice. You are in church. You are in church. God has given you a nice pastor who, who cares about you. But because of somebody's resentment and offense, you also take it upon yourself to be offended towards the person. And it also, also, also can be common between two people who are married. They are home. So you, my, my wife doesn't like you, so you also can like. But that's not Christianity. It's not Christianity at all. I, I believe I have more to share and more example. I have to finish this quickly. Amen. And I think we, we must be able to fight people who have become political. Be able to fight it. If you want development, because there's unity, uh, there's, uh, it's in unity that we have development. If you want this church to grow, be able to fight anybody who tries to turn anybody, somebody against you or you against. Don't even allow the person to survive a minute. Kill the. 
No, not to kill the person. Kill that, kill that attitude. Yeah. Give the person a face. Me, one time somebody was talking, I said, do you know that what you are saying? I will go and tell Reverend. I mean, I will tell him. And I also tell, I, I told the group, I said, everything that me I hear, I tell Reverend. So I don't know, I, I, for some reason, I don't hear certain things. Do <laughs> you see? So when somebody is trying to gossip about somebody, do you know, tell the person, do you know that what you are telling me, I'm going to tell the person. You know, I'm going to gossip. So you, you know, before I, I go, you know that I'm going to tell, tell the person. It will kill that attitude in the church. What you are saying, if you cannot go and tell the person, me, because you have told you. I mean, wait, wait, let the person narrate everything to you. And tell the person that. <laughs> Sarah, what you are saying, I'm going to tell the person. Amen. The next stage is deception, becoming deceived. Judas was deceived. After he saw Jesus crying at Lazarus' resurrection, because the Bible says that that is why the Bible says Jesus wept. For he loved him so much. So he saw, ah, you, are, you, are, you said you are the bread of life. Uh, we should come unto, unto you and you will comfort us and those kind of things. And you are still crying. You see, he was crying like a baby. So you just thought he would do a mere man. After all, we, we, you stay, we, we see you going to the bush. Because there was no... Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we saw you going to the bush and everything, you, you take your shower in front of us. I mean, John the Baptist baptized you in front of us. So what's so unique about you? So he was deceived. Because he loved money, he took Jesus and sold him for money. You see, and many of us are deceived because of the people that we have passed in us. They are humans. They may have faults that you know and weaknesses that you know. And because of that, you can be deceived into thinking that you, can, you are equal with them. You see, and you can be deceived because of your current achievement that you have. Current achievement. The thing that you are able to achieve currently. Because the person has not achieved it before. You think you have talked to the person anyhow. Or your current promotion. And this one, the fact that you are promoted to even come near the pastor doesn't mean that you are matured. That's one of the things we, we all miss. The fact that you are close to Reverend, or now, now you can go on visitation with Reverend, doesn't mean that you are fully matured. What it actually meant is that it's the beginning of your development. Uh, yes. So if you, if you learn to understand this, you, you, you'll, be, you'll be humble to learn more. But if you don't know, when the Reverend, contribute, Reverend says something, you are, you are also eager to bring your opinion. You see? So if you join this, we add you to shepherd's meeting. It's not that you are matured. It's that we have seen that this is somebody who is willing to learn and ready to be submissive to whatever goes on in shepherd's meeting. Amen. It's not a sign that you are also matured and that you, you see, then you, you also, there's a meeting going on, then you want to come and lead the meeting. It's not, it's not like that. You see? Because if you are able to, to understand these key facts, you see, I mean, many people also, I have a lot of examples in marriage. Many people don't want to understand that marriage, the day that you get married, is actually the time for you to begin learning. You see, that you are now going to learn how to serve a man or live with a woman. It's actually a learning process. So, 
people think that they know. So when they don't even want to undergo counseling for whatever reason that they, they may have. But they just enter it who say we are matured because of the feelings you have. You are matured. And you go and you are surprised. Oh, oh, yeah. So you, 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 see, you see somebody, somebody who just knew something small. They take you to a pastor's meeting. Then you are eager to contribute. You, that's the end of you in Lighthouse. I'm telling you. you this is, because the people that are, uh, are pastors, they are very sensitive to those things. If they don't call you, keep quiet. I'm telling you. If they do not call you. Because what, what you are going to say will expose you. And it will be your, your end. So familiarity, current achievement and promotion can make you. Satan be, became promoted. Judas became a treasurer. He was deceived. He thought, oh, he can easily talk to Jesus anyhow. So at the meeting, he criticized Jesus. Satan thought that the music and the thing that was in himself, he made them. But God said that the day that you were created, I put these things in you. And because your, your heart has been lifted because of your beauty, I will destroy you. The fact that you are, you are promoted doesn't mean that you, you, you can preach like reverend. Or you are preaching, two people cry for you. Or one person gives his life to Christ. Don't be deceived. Because now, a lot of people are raising dead people more than Jesus Christ. But there's no need for us to be deceived that we are powerful than Jesus Christ. Do you see? And that's uh, what we need to know. I mean, you can go and read the rest in Ezekiel 28, 11 to 19. Then the next stage is open rebellion. Judas Iscariot, when becoming Satan, open rebel, fight Jesus. After he got offended at Jesus, he, he political stage, he went to bring army officers to come and arrest Jesus. When Jesus is in a secret place, he open rebel against Jesus. So when you, when you have a problem that you feel so confident to come and say to the pastor, you're open rebelling. You feel like you can correct the pastor. He's a small boy, you can correct him. I mean, how old is the pastor? I mean, he's, he's, I'm older than him. I can correct him. You are, you are open rebelling. Openly, you are rebelling. You see, and when people, politicians, the reason people feel so much, some people, they should know that they can't win election. But because people try to support their agenda and the course of what they are, they think, oh, uh, I mean, if you take a, a, a party like in Ghana, a CPP, they should have just not even go. So the last time I was asking somebody, why did uh, Parkway in Indom want to be, go, go to the ECA, register with that huge sum of money to be in the election? Because nobody thinks about you. Your, your ideas are good, but nobody will buy them because of the party you belong to. Do you see? So when people support that, you think, oh, this election, I'm going to win. And the lady, too, what's her name? Uh, the tree woman. <laughs> she, she's somebody that, oh, no, I'm talking about election. I'm sorry if I get you. you see. But, oh, no, I'm, okay, the best example I can give are these uh, Americans, the other candidates. Uh, the one who challenged the election, now what's her name? Is he a, a man? Okay, so these people should know that they, this lesson doesn't matter concerning them at all. They should just, 
But because people are trying to say, I support you, I support you, they have confidence and they put their name on the balance uh, and you want to have 2%. So in the same way, when you are spreading rumors and people are trying to buy your idea, you think that you have, you gain confidence to correct the pastor. And if you go and correct the pastor, you are the one who will suffer. So the next thing that will come to your life is execution. You will die. Satan always die. Satan, demons always die. When you become when 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 you become openly rebellious, when you become openly rebellious, you are a witch. And the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. And then you will die. You 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 as a person, you will die. So you can see that the end end of you. As a demon, you shall you leave the church. And when you are leave the church, you are separated from the love of God. That's death. Separated. The people that we love, when, when they die, we put them in the cemetery. Separated from us. So the person who has the power to make you a pastor, you have left him. You have left him and now you are outside. You don't go, even go to church. You don't even know what, 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 what church is about. You, become, you, you are dead. That's the end. And some people actually die physically. You die with your soul, with your spirit and everything. Die. You go to hell on top of it. You go and be with the devil that you try to become. Amen. Amen. That's all that I have to share with you. Shall we be on our feet? So we have gone through the eight stages. The next time you have that predisposition, know that you are becoming a devil and pray that God will help you, God will deliver you from such agenda or the plan of Satan against your life. Satan is always trying to infiltrate the ranks of the church to destroy the church and the way he does it is to use church members against the church. People who are who are close to the pastor, who, who are in leadership position. That's how Satan works. So pray and ask God to deliver you from every attempt of the enemy on your life to use you as a demon. Jesus said, have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. You may not belong to this church, but you belong to a church. It's an opportunity for you to learn today. The altar of my faith Casting aside every sin and every weight mm, I fix my eyes on you I lay my burdens down Loving the curse Loving the curse of this world now fade away. Sing, I fix my eyes on you. I fix my eyes on you. The, the altar of my faith. Come sing outside. Passing aside. Every sin and every day. Lord, I fix my eyes on you. Yeah. 
voice of my life I want to get upon your beauty And seek you in this holy pain One thing I ask One thing I ask There's one thing, Lord, all I seek Dwell in your house, oh Lord, my King. All the days, all the days of my life, I want to gaze upon your beauty and seek you in this holy place. Father, we thank you for your message and your word, which has come to us. We believe that you have been taught by your spirit. Now we pray, oh God, that you deliver us, oh God, from every predisposition of the enemy against our life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that those of us who are on the path of becoming devils in the church, you will deliver us, oh God. Lord, even those of us, oh God, who are who are at the advanced stage, Lord, have mercy on us and deliver us in the name of Jesus. We will not be destroyed because of the road that we are on. Father, we pray that no devil will arise in this church in the name of Jesus. We are church members who love our pastor. We will be church members that support the work of God in the name of Jesus. We pray that you help us Plant us in your house. In the name of Jesus. Father, 20 years time, oh God, may it be said of us that we are still lighthouse church members. In the name of Jesus. Becoming pastors. Becoming missionaries. Serving you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Every head bow. Every eye closed. You are here tonight. You don't know Jesus. I mean, if you are talking about a relationship with Jesus, you don't have any knowledge about it. You know that God is not in your heart. You have no relationship, no personal relationship with Christ. All that you know is come to church and then God is among people. But you as a person, you do not experience God on a personal level. Jesus told one man, you are near the kingdom. You are not far from the kingdom. Which means that the man is near to the kingdom, but is not in the kingdom. You are here, you, 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 you want Jesus to change your heart. You want Jesus to transform your heart. I want to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ tonight. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. I want you to lift your hand up and I will say a prayer with you. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for the gift of salvation. I thank you for changing my life. I believe in you, Jesus Christ, that you died for my sins. Please come into my heart. Come and be the Lord of my life. Be my Savior, oh God. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow, are we blessed to be here?
We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.